Hello, hello, good evening. Welcome everybody to the Inside Out Effect podcast episode. What episode is it, Steve? 38. <laughs> and tonight, I've got the script in front of me, but I've got my glasses off, so I can't read it. Uh, tonight, we're How's that be... working for I you? know, it's not. I should do the opposite. Yeah, I should put the glasses yeah. on, shouldn't I? Um, but they reflect on the screen. So uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about self worth or a lack of self worth. And that is a very broad umbrella, but the umbrella we're going to look at or the theme we're going to look at under that tonight is not feeling good enough. Um, and we're going to break that down and explain how that gets created and different scenarios in which that will be created. But before we get into that, let me introduce to you my good friend, my business colleague, the delicious, the delectable, the delirious Mr. Stephen Jakes. Hi, mate. Good evening. Good how evening. I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, Sorry yeah, about that. Yeah. That's just uh, getting it set up on the old... Uh... Sorry. So, Rebecca, what? good evening. Just getting the messages because we don't get them on here, do we? What the messages from the uh, people that are watching? I can't hear you over that shirt. Sorry, yes. <laughs> uh, it's, shirt, it's, shirt, it's a jumper. That jumper, a jumper. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, well, we, no, it's we, looking nice. It's nice. I like it. It's good. I well, don't normally like green, it was but it's purple nice. last week. It, it, yeah, it was. I've noticed the color it was change. purple last week, and then today I thought because obviously with Rebecca watching, hey Rebecca, uh, hey Rebecca, she's the one that moans about us being not very colorful. So, okay. uh, last week, purple, me, this colorful. week, green. Sorry, I'm very gray, Rebecca. I know it's a gray beard, gray shirts generally. It's very. I, I'm, great I'm, personality. Yeah, great <laughs> personality. I'm starting to feel like John Major. Um, yeah. It must be rubbing off. On it's me. really weird, actually, because his name's going to pop up again in a little while. What, John Major? Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I must be psychic. Yes. Um, yeah, so, so have you got a drawer full of these shirts? Have you got the they're color? not shirts, they're jumpers. Oh, What's wrong you, with you? you got, well, You're that, an intelligent guy and you can't that, tell the difference between a, a jumper and a shirt. That's a very thin jumper. Those are not my sort of jumpers. My jumpers are thicker. More yeah, I, have, I have actually got a whole range of different colours. Okay, brilliant. So expect different colour next week as well. Yes. Fantastic. Awesome, good. I don't have that range of clothes, ladies and uh, germs. Um, ladies, so, and germs. ladies and germs. So <laughs> we're I good at this hosting. I, am, I know. <laughs> I don't have the range of jumpers that Steve has. Um, I just have a couple of t-shirts. So it's so don't... funny being on the other side watching it. Watching the inter... yeah, yeah, watching me inter... yeah. interview it. You no, see, coming inter... right. I'm not watching you interview it. <laughs> I'm watching me introduce you. I'm not interviewing you. Yeah, so how you been? I've been really, so I do you? Yeah, do Oh, me. I've been busy, been really busy, been super really busy. busy. I've been working with clients, been uh, super busy. Super busy? Super busy. Super busy. Yeah, no, I've, uh, so this week actually, it's been quite a quiet week for me. I mean, I've still had my clients, mm. um, but um, I mean, uh, last night I was dressed up as a Frenchman, drinking champagne with a fake moustache. <laughs> How's that different from any other night of the week? What's, well, what's normally going I didn't on? Have a fake, I don't normally have a fake mustache. You don't have a fake mustache. No, no, okay. So that was quite... That why was, were you doing that? As a friend's birthday. Ah, oh, as a friend's so, birthday. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know why I'm asking. I was there. So I, I don't know, know why I'm asking. <laughs> I, was, I was dressed up with a mustache as well. I so I don't know why I'm asking. I didn't I have the beret on. But uh, um, yeah, so I was drinking champagne last night. I woke up with a stinking headache, which is I don't, because obviously I don't drink very often. So uh, no. um, yeah, so uh, that was quite fun. But uh, yeah, so this week I've generally been quite quiet. And uh, uh, so I've been working with clients and stuff. So um, I decided to um, uh, create a new product for what we do, which is the whole uh, subconscious mind tapes. Yeah. Um, tapes. Tapes. Yeah. Tapes. Yeah. So for How that... far back are you going? <laughs> During the war. Yeah. What? So for tapes? those of you that are watching, maybe a subconscious audio or uh, 
Yeah, mine too. Do you mean mini discs? <laughs> mini discs. Or, or, or do you mean VHS? Um, or do you want to go all the way back to Betamax? Where, well, how far back are we going here? We could go back to the subconscious Betamax. So. <laughs> the subconscious. Yeah, so, um, so, but yeah, so basically it's a subconscious uh, audio. Audio, okay. audio, not tape. Uh, so audio, and that's really to um, because what we do is obviously we have we have four different levels of brainwave patterns that we have in our mind, and primarily the first one's beta, which is our, our awake state where we're constantly awake. So where we are right now, it's our wide awakes when we're focused in. Then we have alpha, and then we go into theta, and we go to delta, which is where we go into deep sleep. So when we're in delta wave. We're in deep. There is gamma, but I won't but go into it. That's the incredible Hulk, so yeah. don't go there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I've got the green. You've got uh, the green, so, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so in between there, you've got alpha and theta. And yes. that's sort of when you're dropping out of conscious and going into your subconscious where we're going into deep sleep. And so I don't know if you guys know, but um, it's uh, in order for us to change our behaviors and modify what we do and DTO and what Jonathan and myself does is obviously great because we go straight to it and change that. Uh, but when you can't or don't have the facility to do DTO or have a tool like that, there's a magic piece of uh, time between uh, when you're falling asleep from when you're like dripping, dropping off to sleep and you're going into sleep is when our subconscious becomes open and suggestible. It's when the conscious and the subconscious are awake together. And in that magical moment of time, you can go in and put information in there and plant seeds or overwrite existing programs that you've got that aren't working for you. Um, that, so if you have any doubts about what you want to do, who you want to be, what you want to, what you want to do in life, if you've got fears about taking action, or if it's generally uh, changing beliefs. So, you know, you might think that you deserve, you know, a, um, a really successful business or a lovely car or a relationship. But if you've got anything that's in there that what we call is uh, inner self-talk. So mm. Neville's Goddard talks about this was what we manifest is generally our inner talk and what we believe is generally what we manifest. So when we know that we can actually go in and actually modify and change those beliefs in that little magical period. And so what I've done is I've made a piece of music and um, which is really nice it's it's very very uh sends you to sleep very very quickly and in there i've sort of basically done a guided meditation that takes you in to the meditative state and also this alpha theta state very quickly and then i've basically recorded a number of beliefs and a number of program changes which is for me and so um i've done that for the last two or three days mm. and i know that when we spoke last night we were talking about uh change because we have affirmations which are statements yeah. and then we have affirmations which are questions yes and so um so so I've done, I haven't done the affirmations, I've done the affirmations, and it's just basically changing a set of beliefs that I have. Uh, so as I'm falling asleep, these statements are going into the subconscious brain to be written. And so uh, ultimately, um, uh, the most important thing is really is to make sure that we know what it is that's that's stopping us from doing what we want to do and then changing those. And sometimes you can write, you can have these subconscious audios that you have on at night. I mean, I've got a Bluetooth face mask with two speakers. So it's just like a face mask that you put on, on an airplane um, with a couple of speakers on. And I put that on at night and then obviously they're Bluetooth. I've got no speakers popping out of my ears or ear pods. And then basically as I'm falling asleep, that information is going in um, very, very effectively. And so sometimes things can change automatically within a day. Mm. And sometimes it might take 21 days or 28 days. So um, I've built that. So that's sort of been really, that's sort of really been my focus this week is Good. recording, re-recording, recording, re-recording, et cetera. So, um, so that's what I've basically been doing, obviously working with clients. 
Um, I've uh, had a lot of people now who are really struggling with the current situation. Yeah. So, um, so people who predominantly people who uh, are getting to the point now where you know they're really at the scraping the bottom of the barrel, not earning money, um, stuck in the house, no freedom, don't know what's going on. Uh, I've got massive splits in the families between people that believe that there's a virus and that there isn't, people that believe about the vaccine that don't. It's it's massively causing people lots of problems. And it's and in, so I've had most of the people that I've worked with in the last week have all been around that. And I've got to say that generally I clear most people's issues in around one session. Um, but this particular issue around this whole whatever you want to call it, the COVID nonsense, um, I'm struggling to get that done in one. And it's normally taking two sessions. So the actual conflict that's being caused uh, due to what's going on right now is causing severe, severe conflicts, really deep-rooted problems. Uh, it's causing massive, severe depressions and anxieties. And it's really testing my skill and ability to remove these. Although we've got a new method of doing it, um, there's a lot of people that are really struggling and fortunately enough they've been smart enough to contact me and said I'm sick and tired of feeling like this I'm sick and tired of being in this situation I need to come and see you they've come and seen me and pretty much uh, you know I've reduced it by 80% and in the next session I've got rid of it mm. so um, so that's sort of really where I've been and that's what I've been doing and uh, and obviously uh, laughing about what's been going on on the Oh, hysterical. Um, absolutely hysterical um, what's um, been going on. It's, it's absolutely really, hysterical it's what's very, going very on in America. I mean, yes. it's I, I posted uh, posted an image earlier on of Biden apparently signing in the White House, and you can see the walls parting in the back. Yeah, in the studio. In the studio, <laughs> like, like the old... The old uh, program used to be on where the boards would wobble with the character Benny in it. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, uh, it, it, you just see the walls coming apart in the background. So you know it's not actually the White House. You know it's a, a studio, a castle rock, wherever it is. Um, yeah. But um, but it's just it's, it's getting funnier and funnier when they're, they're, they're trying to present him like he's in the White House when he is clearly not. I know it's it's getting yeah. ridiculous now. I mean, we were just talking about it in there before we come become before we come on air, and you know the whole airplane thing. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not. He's not riding around on it. He's not. He's not. He's hire a jet. He's had to hire his own jet to fly around on because he hasn't got Air Force One. He's not even on Air Force One, which is what the president's plane's meant to be. And he's got some seven three seven that I normally get on to go to Ireland to go see my son. And uh, so yeah, there's lots of stuff not right. There's some very uh, in irregularities with the whole thing that that don't add up, make sense. Yeah, I mean, and also things are just bizarre that are not normal yeah i mean for i mean president I, elect i know a lot of people struggle to join dots i know yeah, that i had no do. i know they that they when I, I know dots. that when i was three years old one of the first things i did in life was uh if i joined dots i was able to form a picture, picture. and uh and unfortunately i was able to do that at, at three years old mm. unfortunately i seem to struggle that the majority of adults right now have that inability to be able to join dots and formulate a picture um but i don't know why that is but no. um but um, yeah, so I mean, the, the funny thing is, is that when you look into that and you realise that the studio that uh, that uh, Biden's meant to be doing, whatever he is, is actually the Amazon studio. Yeah. And so obviously, if there's something wrong with that and it's not 100% right and it's being done in the Amazon studios and there's a little bit of skullduggery not right going on about it, and then within four or five days of that happening, Jeff Bezos has to resign as CEO exactly. of Amazon. Yeah, exactly. So you go, hang on a minute, and then, mm. but it's for philanthropical, maybe, philanthropical maybe there's a climate connection. change work. No, no, maybe there's a Jesus connection there. Maybe, right. maybe, let's see. But people aren't um, going to make that connection. So uh, well, made, just, I think we've made it for them. <laughs> I, I hope so. We've helped them join yeah. the dots. It's yeah. like we're holding a pen and yeah. holding 
waving their hand and drawing the line yeah. to the next stop. You can see that you can um, see the mainstream news news watchers going, "Oh, and that knife, him doing all that, that climate change, and he loved it." Yes. Yeah, about really. Didn't was it Greta Thornburg who recently sent out a tweet and then re retracted? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because uh, she with, with she was inciting um, rioting and stuff and talking about Indian farmers. Oh right, okay, got yeah, it. Okay, Indian yeah, farmers yeah, so, and yeah, telling so she, them. And so she had to, and now apparently she's potentially facing a pl uh, charges. Charges. For that's it. Oh, that's yeah. right. India are going to face charges with yeah. Yeah, inciting that's violence. Right. Yeah. Um, it's very ridiculous what's happening in the media at the moment. And um, it's. Yeah. Uh, uh, but be, before we go into that, you've got some interesting facts, haven't you? You've got some I have got some facts interesting facts about today. Da, 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 or, yep. Sorry. We need a little tune. We need a little tune there. We do need tune. You going to It's not as it's not as sleek. Did not have the impact it needed? It's not as professional as perhaps we might need. I mean, it'd be like me going ting with a triangle. It's like ting, ting. It's better just to get the triangle. Yeah, I have um, got them. Go on in, hit us. I mean, just tell us the facts. Yeah, <laughs> Don't hit me. You wouldn't hit, you wouldn't hit a man without glasses yeah, on, would you? I wouldn't, no. Um, so, no, look, this is... Uh, so I'm drinking free chamomile tea today. Free chamomile tea? Yeah, which is which is what it meant for your drink. You, you didn't buy it. You're drinking my tea. I'm drinking... No, what have you got? I've got the same one, haven't I? Lemongrass and ginger. Oh. Oh, anyway. So, let's get on. So, uh, <laughs> so on this day... So we're going to do on this day. So on this day uh, in 2005, I don't know if you remember Ellen MacArthur. Uh, she was uh, she's getting boats, uh, and <laughs> she she actually broke the uh, speed record for sailing oh, around the world. Yes, of course I remember. Of course so, I remember it now. Yes. Yeah, she done it in 2005. Okay, um, wow, which was that 16 years ago? Was it that long ago? That long ago? Oh, yeah. Hell, time flies. So uh, and then in 1812, it, it was Charles Dickens. Well, he was born. It was been his birthday today. Oh, so Charles Dickens would have been 209 years old if he was alive today. Yeah, if he was alive today, he'd be 209 <laughs> years old. Yeah, I love it when people do that when they celebrate someone's birthday 200 years after they've died. Yeah. That's always people going, If he'd been alive today, uh, he would be 449 <laughs> years old. Um, so yeah, I know. It always makes me chuckle. Yeah, no, uh, that's but good. Charles Dickens, you, was, yeah, was but a Charles, classic writer, Char I mean. yeah, he was, and he, he started off as a journalist. Yeah, I uh, didn't he, know that. Yeah, uh, before he came a novelist, he was a journalist. He was pretty much a full-time journalist for all of his life, but he did do a novelist. And he was also, he also uh, was an actor as well. He did a lot of acting. Oh. But he was okay. born in 1812, and, uh, and he would have been 209 years old today. But he was famous for, obviously, lots of books. Um, yeah. The, a Christmas Carol. Of course, obviously. classic. Um, David Copperfield, Great Expectations, uh, The Old Knocking Shop. Sorry, The Curiosity Shop. Right. The Old Curiosity Shop and Bleak House was just to name five of his books that he's done. I think my favourite one, David Copperfield, uh, when he made a statue, he was disappeared. That was yeah. brilliant. Uh, yeah, I loved it. It was a great illusion. It was fantastic. It was brilliant. <laughs> it um, great. So, yeah. yeah, so um, that's uh, that's interesting about oh, Charles that's, Dickens. Yes, yes. Happy, birthday, Happy if birthday, Charles. If you're, if you're listening. Yes. From, you from beyond the veil. On the other side. On the other side, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and in 1991, on this day, uh, the IRA launched a mortar attack on 10 Downing Street. That's a bit premature, wasn't it? Yeah, shouldn't, exactly. Shouldn't, shouldn't have to be doing that now. Uh, I, think, uh, I think they were 30 years too early. I was going to say, I think they were, yeah. I think that needs to be done. We need a re we need a remake. Yeah, let's, do, yeah. <laughs> let's let's remake it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, so anyway, yeah, John Major was the uh, Prime Minister. Was he? That's why I said it's weird that ah, you've got John weird. Major. Yes. He was actually the Prime Minister at the time. Oh, I do remember John Major being Prime Minister. Yeah. Um, don't remember him doing anything, but I do remember him being Prime Minister. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yes. so, yeah. And then in 1928, uh, the first solo flight from England to Australia um, took off from Croydon mm. and landed in Australia. It took 15 and a half days. 
Wow, 15 and, and a half days. Yeah, 15 That's and a half days. It? it took off in 1928 from Croydon to Australia. And uh, you got to love it. The, the guy who had the guy, the pilot, cracking name. His name was Bert Hinkler. Bert Hinkler. Yeah, Bert that Hinkler. is an awesome name. Bert Hinkler. Bert Hinkler. That was 93 years ago. Is that the same plane that Biden's riding around? I don't know. know but <laughs> it's, it's, what, a name, a, what a name. Bert, Bert Hinkler. Hinkler. That's a really as great good as Bert Turkler. That, that's a real classic sort of movie name, is it? Bert yeah, Hinkler. Bert Hinkler. Introducing Bert Hinkler. Yeah. When are you uh, in the funds? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. So, um, so yeah, so there you go. That's some interesting facts on uh, on this day, on the 7th of February. Um, so, there you go. I've run out. Right, is that, so is that, that, is that your interesting facts over? That's my interesting oh, facts over. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, thank you for that. That's all right. Some interesting I mean, facts next there. week. A little bit of comedy. Are you going to be here all week? Are you? week. Fantastic. Yeah, right. You're going to be on your own. I'm leaving right. after this. Yeah. <laughs> you stay there all week. I'll come back next week. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so, so we say hello to some of the people. That yeah, say hello us. to them. I can't okay. see them. So, so I've got, hello, we said hello to Rebecca. We've got yeah, Vicky. We've got We've got Karen and we've got Kelly Winks, Mark Edmonds. Ash, hello, Ash. How are you doing? Hey, everybody. Good DJ. Is he a good yeah, DJ? Yeah, I like Ash. Paul Smith and Davis, Selena and Amanda. Amanda's back watching again. Hello, Amanda. Hey, Amanda. You're becoming a regular. She must be keen. She's keen, isn't she? So hello, you guys. And then obviously on the other stream, we've got Jane and Tracy, who's obviously watches all the time. So hello, Fantastic. Tracy. Hi, guys. And thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to uh, have you with us. And if you're watching this and you know anyone who's suffering a low self-esteem or uh, not feeling good enough, then please like and share the podcast. Share it with as many people as possible because the more people who get this information, uh, the better, the more people we can help. Even just by listening to the information, uh, it can sometimes spark an idea or, or spark a solution in someone's mind just by listening to what we talk about. And then yeah. at least we've helped somebody else. Even if we don't see people directly, we get people messages all the time saying, how I had one lady you know, messaged me saying uh, how us talking about something sparked off an idea in her head and realized that's what her problem was causing a problem yeah um so so just just listening to the podcast yeah, helps a lot of people i know and just because it might not be happening in you and you may not be suffering anxiety depression or you've got any of these issues then you know uh, there may be someone that you aren't aware about because we all don't like to talk about our problems for whatever reason especially um, men yeah <sighs> and so you know if you do share if you do watch this and you do share it on your feed then whoever's that who doesn't know myself and John or aware of us may watch that and then reach out to us for help. So it's yeah. all the best that you can, uh, that you share it. And uh, because, you know, if they don't know that what that we're here to help and what we can do, mm. which is actually get rid of pretty much anything. Um, so um, well, this one specifically, because it's about self-worth and most people, unless you're very, very lucky and most people do suffer with a form of not feeling good enough uh, at some area of their life yeah you know maybe it's in relationships maybe it's in work maybe it's with uh, your social environment maybe it's with your children on some level everyone experiences or a great percentage of people experiences these days are not feeling good enough and that is the theme for today so it's not really about depression or anxiety today, although self-worth is a big contributor towards depression it can affect your depression you know one of my clients she had depression she's had depression for a very long time and part of it is her self worth was just shot to pieces yeah. over her childhood and the and the, yeah. you know the, the fifty years of her life that she's yeah. she's been living. Um, and also, if you've been in an abusive relationship as well, uh, yes. you know you can find yourself actually believing what people tell you that isn't really true. Yeah, uh, and that can also damage your self worth as well. Yeah. So we're going to talk about uh, self worth, but the umbrella we're going to talk about, as I said at the beginning, is not feeling good enough. There are multiple umbrellas. There's being criticised. There's feeling blamed. 
uh, is feeling judged. These are all different umbrellas, but today we're going to look at not feeling good enough. Yeah, we are. Going uh, to and, it, and it's a common one. And this this doesn't just go for illness and disease. This goes for law of attraction, having the things you want, yeah. the things you desire, having an amazing relationship, an amazing partner, yes. having the job that you want, having the money and the resources that you want. Yeah, even taking action and doing the things that you enjoy. Yeah, just just simple little things like yeah. doing hobbies or yeah. taking up a new hobby like photography or yeah. I mean, so. I, I said in the uh, I said in the the advert that was written for the for the for, for the podcast which we advertised. It was like when you no longer feel like or you no longer enjoy doing the things that you do. Yeah, you just lost. You know, you just no longer no longer enjoy it, and just you, so there's a lot of elements to it. And I think we're going to touch and cover on some of them and what's actually behind it. I just want to say hello to Trevor. Uh, so hey, I just Trev. want to say congratulations to, to, to Trevor because he's just had a little baby boy. Oh, congratulations, um, Trevor! So uh, I want to congratulate my friend. He popped uh, by and uh, said hello to him the other day. So and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, so I've done done a bit of work with Trevor. He's a top guy. Play football with him. So all the best, and we wish him. Uh, a very many happy few years with his little boy. Yeah, and as much sleep as possible. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> now babies keep you awake at night. Um, uh, what, have, what have you named it, Trev? What, what have you, what have you called T- it? TJ. TJ. Yeah, Trevor T- Junior. Trevor Junior. Yeah. That's brilliant. TJ, I love that. Yeah, Trevor so, Junior. Yeah, I like Trevor that. That's Junior. good. Uh, Trevor yeah. Allen. I think it's Trevor Allen, but they can call him TJ. So. Okay. Cool. Oh, that's a great name. So congratulations, Trevor. I think he's joined us. So brilliant. Hi, Trev. Um, right. So. Self-worth. Do you want to kick off with self-worth? No, I'll let you do it. Do you feel, are you feeling five... good enough tonight? To do no, that? I'm not. You're not. You're no, not. I'll let not you because I've done quite a lot. You so let me good. kick off. Yeah, I'll let you okay. kick off. So um, a lot of people, as I say, they do suffer with a lack of self-worth, and I've experienced that in the past as well. And every now and again, it, it rears its ugly head in different scenarios. Like when I wrote my book, that was a different form of, of a lack of self-worth, uh, especially my latest book, for instance, because that was not just me writing a book. That was me presenting a system that I created. So that was a new something new in my life that had come up that then uh, reared up a, a lack of self-worth. So you can have um, unusual things in life like that, but often a self-worth is caused, by, as I said, by relationships or being in a job. You know, I, I've worked with clients who have not felt good enough to do their job. They've not felt capable of doing it or intelligent or smart enough to do the job. Yeah. I worked with one lady last year and she was about to transition jobs. And one of the things she had to do in the new job was to speak in front of people. And she just didn't feel good enough to do that because she wasn't good enough to answer the questions that the boss was asking her. And so she felt she wasn't good enough in that job to do that. And as soon as he switched that all off, uh, the transition from one job to the other went really smoothly. And she stood in front of them, had no problems giving presentations or asking questions. But where it came from was when she was in business school. So when she was 18, she was in business school and her business coach or teacher at the time um, used to put her down and used to to, uh, almost ridicule her for not knowing the answer in in the class. Now, a a teacher shouldn't really be doing that. Um, You know, there's you know, you should be encouraging your students. But because he put her down every time she was now about to give a presentation, she would be reminded of her boss unconsciously when the, the new boss would ask her a question and she just freeze up, she'd yeah. freak out. So it's it's interesting to note people think that their problem, you know, is is in the now. And often it always goes back to the past somewhere. So in that case it went back to a very similar event that happened in the past. And that is usually the case. So if you're experiencing a self worth issue, then it means that somewhere in the past, or it certainly can mean that somewhere in the past you had something similar happen. Yeah. And it didn't go very well. And now you're your unconscious is recalling that in the current situation. Yeah, I mean, 
the thing for me is, and with a lot of people that I work with, self uh, is gen self worth issues. It's generally uh, some, like you said, something's happened, but it's always generally stems around a relationship, and it always generally does stem around a relationship. And quite often, you know, when um, you've been in a relationship and someone's consistently digging you out. And the reason they're digging you out is not because of the thing that you want to do. It's because they can't do it themselves. And so it's a projection. The problem is, is that when we do something or get excited about something and someone criticizes us, it can have a massive impact on the, it's like a Udin moment to be to, to a certain degree, because it's a bit of a shock. And it can knock your confidence massively. Yeah. And as soon as you now start losing confidence in your own ability to take action or move forward or be brave to see through your own ideas, uh, and then ultimately, when you come around to doing it next time, uh, you have all of this stuff that gets in the way. Uh, your sabotage kicks in and you won't do it. And um, and and generally, that is a problem because what happens then, it starts going on a downward spiral. Yeah. And uh, you can find yourself find, getting very depressed, very anxious, or you can get anxious just about thinking about doing things. You get really depressed because you're not doing the things that you want. And so, um, yeah, so I, I spend a lot of time with people that have struggled if, if, in abusive relationships. And in many cases, they stay there because it keeps them trapped in it as well. Yeah, because they don't feel they're good enough to leave or find another yeah, partner. Yeah, exactly. So I don't the, even the, believe the partner has, 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 has put your self-worth down so low that you don't believe that you're going to find someone else, you're, you're, you're able to find someone else, you don't believe that someone's going to want to take you on. Yeah. I treated a lady um, a few years back now, and she had a, uh, a two boys, and they were both dis uh, one of them was disabled. Sorry, just one of them, and she was going to separation. But her self worth issue was that she didn't believe someone would take on uh, two children and one of them being disabled. She is now with a very lovely partner, um, and uh, as far as I know, they are still together. Yeah, and she's very happy. But uh, that was one of her self worth issues that she didn't believe that someone would take uh, them on. And of course, that's just not true. That's not how that works. I remember when I was younger, you know, I when I actually started late in life in dating, I believed I'd never get a girlfriend. You know, uh, you know, I yeah, I'm start, surprised. Actually, I, yeah. I know, yeah, me too. Remy was surprised last yeah, night Remy as well. I tell you, he was very surprised. Um, but hi, Em, if you're watching, yeah. she knows he was surprised. Sure, and I've got a self worth issue at the moment. Then, what about dating? <laughs> um, I, I, maybe he's wearing too many much green jumpers. Maybe, maybe that's that what it is. Put them off because they might think you're in Star Trek and you're going to die in the next episode. <laughs> That might be what it is. They might think you're gonna if anyone yeah, like Star true, Trek. Actually. Might just be the red one, really. Yeah, it? But, red one. but they do look sure much Star Trek. Yeah. They do look. They are very like that. Um, but we all do have uh, limiting um, self worth, and you've had you know limiting self worth, and you've probably still got some running about uh, certain scenarios. Yeah, I probably have done. Um, like, your confidence is not back to where exactly where it was before, but it's certainly in you know yeah, almost I mean, back. It's almost back to it. Um, and that, that's the thing. You know, someone someone can actually be confident to begin with. And then lose it halfway through or you know it doesn't have to it's not necessarily there all the time or maybe you've never had it you don't ever remember feeling good enough or worthy of something yeah so, so I, just it wanna depends. Wind, I just want to wind that because actually this is a good thing for me to talk about because that's what actually did happen to me mm. um and you know it was i lost i lost my business i lost all my money i lost my my, my car i lost uh, all my friends but i just literally lost everything in a very short period of time and when that happens it's very difficult because obviously uh, you lose all your confidence in everything. Many, cause mainly cause you don't actually understand or understand why, why, yes. why would those people do that to you? And then, then you, you, you know, you start questioning yourself and realize that it must be something wrong with you. And fortunately enough, I did realize that I was a big con contributor to it. Um, but I've been able to go back and change that. And now that that stuff's never going to happen again. But um, that did for a long period of time, 
sort of uh, keep me very much isolated. Uh, it kept me very much isolated. It kept me locked away in my home here. Uh, and that's in that two year period where I learned about the human, I mean, two years I studied about the human brain, the human mind, how it works, how behaviors work, just everything I needed to know. And that's how I learned and did do the video of, of how that works. But so as much as it being a very negative thing for me, it was also a really positive thing because you know, I, I, I dedicated all my time and energy into understanding and trying to learn why of how I could change it. Mm. But that's still a distraction and a move away from where I currently was. Mm. Um, um, and I found it very, very difficult for long periods of time to go out. Um, I was a really confident person, you know, I was full of, I was fearless, I didn't care, I was quite brash and I would just risk after risk and I didn't care. And then when all of that happened all at once, it was so many things, you know, losing my son, um, I have a half moving to Ireland, having all my money go, it's just like everything all happened at once. Uh, and uh, and I remember when I was sort of coming out of the other side of it, I remember we was going out to a beer festival and uh, I was freaking out because I was thought, I'm going to go out and see people. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I hadn't seen people for quite a long time and I was a social animal, I was everywhere, but I felt really angry. And we had to switch off the anxiety of going out just to go to, to, go to, a, to go to a beer I festival. Remember, yeah, I remember doing it. And, uh, and, and that's sort of like the, the, that's when you get this massive wake up call of, of re realizing like how much damage certain people, situations, circumstances, events in your life really have, because that is probably on the, op end, the opposite end of the scale to who, to the person I used to be. Yeah. And I would imagine if it can happen to me, it can happen to anybody. And so, but the only way I was able to, uh, to, to out of that, and not let it consume me was actually by having to go and doing the work. And fortunately enough, I met you and I've done what nearly two and a half years now consistently of doing it. And now I'm nearly back to where I was, yeah. you know, uh, to well, five, six, seven, eight years ago when yeah. I was fearless and I would, you know, when I was setting up businesses and I was, you know, I was just full of myself and, uh, um, but it did have a massive impact. And, and the problem is, is that during, as you're coming out of that, you still have these self-worth issues of, thinking, are you good enough? And you start having doubts and you start having fears because your past experiences per se, well, you're worried about them happening again. Yeah. And you start questioning your own self. Is it is something wrong with me? Is how, it's about other people's perceptions of you, especially when you have done the change work. It can be quite a sort of like a weird place to be. You feel absolutely amazing in yourself, but then you're a different person going into the world and it's like a, it's like a child starting to walk you know it's sort of like relearning relearning to go back into society as a new person but and that can cause self-work it does cause confidence issues and it did me but the only way that I, I was able to get past that and do that was by actually going in and dealing with every one of those events every one of those responses and fortunately enough like I said I met you and then switching them off and now over time I'm like I said, almost back to right. back to I mean, your your example, your your situation was a very extreme situation uh, of of being a confident bloke in your teenage years to then having lots and lots of trauma. Yeah, it was locking uh, the burying the confidence. Yeah. So a lot of people, uh, I will say, a lot of people say they have a lack of confidence. You can't have a lack of something. You can't have a lack of confidence. The confidence is not gone; it's just buried. Uh, and Steve's was buried deep, deep, deep undercover. Um, he just sort of all the traumas he'd had. Uh, had just built on top and were just squashing the confidence. And that's one way that can happen. Um, another way is that you just don't develop any confidence as a child um, in a certain area due to your upbringing, your parents. Um, another lack of confidence can be around school when you enter school, uh, not feeling good enough at school, not feeling intelligent, not feeling you fit in, 
um even because of kids or even the teacher sometimes yeah. I, i've treated clients where their teachers have put them down and insulted them and made them feel not good enough yeah i've had similar um yeah, and similar. and you know you can do it when you enter a new job i remember when i it's a typical therapist uh, therapist it's typical th i can't speak what am i saying <laughs> it's a typical therapist thing that when a person becomes a therapist especially if later on in life yeah. they can feel like they're not good enough or they yeah. don't know enough yeah um or they're a fraud in fact and I remember experiencing that because I used to be a magician. I thought so, you used to be a fraud. I used to be a fraud. No, I did. Well, kind of. Yeah. I was a magician. I used to fake yeah. it. Um, so uh, it's it's a very interesting thing going from being a magician to a therapist. Uh, they are both kind of magical. When you know, when you help someone, it's a very magical thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it is. It's an incredible. Um, but thing. it's not, and it's almost like real magic in that case. Uh, but it's a totally different thing. So I had a little bit of that as well yeah. when I shifted into that. But I. I wasn't raised like you. I wasn't confident like you to begin with. I, I learned my confidence through entertaining, through being a magician. I actually grew my confidence over a period of time because I didn't have uh, the DTO or other techniques back then. Yeah, I mean, there's, my confidence also was the, my biggest downfall because, you know, um, people that were like plodders that would get on, you know, just to be to plod in life and just have this be settled and do this thing would obviously find me very brash and not. And then, and then you had other people that would feed off of it because they had that lack of confidence. And so it's sort of like a downfall, really. And but I suppose now I'd say I've got a different type of confidence. It's not like a, it's not like a, but anyway, I mean, that's where I'm. It's a different type of confidence. So it's a more of a grounded and more, a more of a secure, stable confidence rather of uh, trying to project that. Or I was going to say your confidence in the past would have been more of a projection. Yeah, of confidence. More of a projection, it might have been a really yeah. good projection of confidence. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but, um, but unfortunately, when you're projecting confidence, um, it often the opposite's always true. Yes, that's right. The, Sorry, which it, the, it, the fact of the matter was is when I look back, I wasn't confident at all. It was no. me trying to disguise feeling weak and uh, and and self-aware weaknesses or yeah. insecurities which was masked by me being really confident and it was easy to move away uh, and, from and often the reason people do that is because the old expression you fake it till you make it yeah uh, and the problem with that is that most people don't actually make it in that scenario because they're they're, yeah. they're faking it so much that it might then it might then feel like it's them but there's still that niggling doubt in the unconscious mind. And then that jump puts them on their pendulum. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you swing backs and forwards. It's very draining trying to be someone you're not. We was talking to a friend about this last night. Correct. And and he, he had a very low self-esteem and he's changed dramatically. And if he's watching, he knows who he is. Um, well, he better know who he, he is. He better know who he is. If he yeah, doesn't he know who he is, he's got massive, massive problems. Yeah, we can't <laughs> help. Give me a call. Um, maybe look in your passport, i give you yeah. a clue. Uh, or your driving license. Um, no, no, but just, um, he... he um, uh he had a lack of self-worth and he's just starting to find himself and be able to be himself and he was finding it because he didn't feel good enough in certain scenarios he would try and pretend to be somebody else in a social setting and now he's realized that was so draining and tiring it's lovely being around people where he can just be himself yeah so going on to that i had a client here a couple of weeks ago and uh, I was saying to them, you know, we were talking about this fake it to your make it projections and pendulums and how they don't work. And I said, we got to realize is that when we do when we do act this way, everybody has a bullshit detector in them. Every single person. So if somebody comes into a room and starts acting in a certain way, you instantly go, that geezer's full of crap. And, you know, you know, he's fake. But the thing is, is everybody else has one too. So if you're able to detect other people's fakeness or fraud or all the rest of it, then everybody else is going to detect you when you're being fake and fraud as well. And so as much as we think that we can mask it and that's who we are, everybody can detect it. Nearly everybody has a bullshit detector and everybody knows it. Now, if 
The problem is with that is that you might think you're getting away with your act and your so-called projection of who you think you are and all the rest of it, but everybody knows different. The problem with that is that brings trust issues in hmm. because then you, if you're expecting trust from other people or, uh, or uh, you know, a good quality friendship from somebody or they, you wonder why no one wants to be with you, it's because they've sussed out your projection, you know, your inauthenticity. It's about being authentic and having integrity. And when you're not, when you're on the pendulum and you're projecting, you've got neither. And so that tends to leave you in a position where unless you're ever like-minded people that also aren't in authentic and have no integrity, then, you know, you'll meet together. But uh, the well, you will find like attracts like. Like attracts like, That's yeah. what Instagram's for. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, so, absolutely. So, you know, so it's like, you know, you will attract the people who are very similar around you Yeah. Um, because that's law of attraction. So if you are someone who's faking something, you will attract people who fake it as well yeah uh, if you are genuine you attract genuine people as well um if you are people who are if you're someone who's not very confident you'll generally be around yeah. people who are not very confident very rarely would you attract someone who's super confident yeah so just you can attract the opposite sometimes yes um, but it's rarer the point i'm making is is that all the time you're not being your true self and you're pretending to be somebody else people know inherently they have an intuitive knowing and that's going to leave you feeling very isolated and alone and what ends up happening is is that when we're acting and behaving from that we never ever get what we really want we never get the the the, the proper friendships the proper relationships and they'll come and go very very quickly yeah. and that leaves you and that leaves you sometimes feeling alone you know you're full of shit and then when you walk out the pub you're feeling you feel guilty about the fact of that as well. You've got loads of guilt and shame every time you're doing that. You're also creating guilt and shame in your system because you know that you're lying and being fake. So you just start adding to your problems and uh, become, and it becomes over a long term, it can become very, very, it can get to very depressive and, and, uh, and mental health states. But you don't realize that you just lying about how and who you are is actually causing you Ill, potential mental health problems and Ill, physical illness and health problems later on and that's just because you're not really being authentic uh, and that's a really important point people don't realize that the behaviors and actions they're doing uh can actually you can feel very guilty and ashamed about them and it's the guilt and shame that make you feel not good enough mm. so if you feel guilt and shamed about actions and behaviors that you're doing unconsciously that is what makes you feel like a piece of shit sometimes and not yeah. worthy or action behaviors you did in the past you know i've treated lots of people who have done what they believe were bad things or wrong things and they they feel guilty and ashamed about them and that plays in their unconscious mind makes you feel like you're not good enough yeah and then you stop attracting good things yeah. you stop having good things or wanting good things because you feel so bad yeah absolutely the problem is is most people don't like that and uh, will run away from it anyway they don't want to go they don't want to deal with that they, they like their they like their fantasy world and uh, because well, it's safer for them because it's something that they've created but they don't realize that it's actually not benefiting them and it didn't benefit me it's, and the, the the fact of the matter is is that fake it till you make it and that false confidence led me on a path of creating loads of this stuff with people that didn't work for me that were dishonest that were backstabbers that were you know ruthless and not really you know um not really the right people to be with and then in that instant in that instant because of the person that i was i'd had all these people around me in an instance all of that crumbled very very quickly and i was pretty much left with nothing and when i look back on that that's because none of it was real it was all built on this fake fake person fake belief of who i was and now I'm rebuilding from a from the real from the real me, and you know with a, with a real solid foundation. But um, it's just a warning, really, to people. And I and I and if you ever wonder why things keep going wrong, especially either in relationships or business relationships or friendships or the rest of it, good place to start is that 
Yeah. It's a good place to start. Is there start with your self-worth. Start with start your self-worth. Yeah, absolutely. And and look at your behaviours and actions. Look at the mistakes you've made or the things you feel you've done wrong and, and write a list of those things down. And the problem with it is that the shame it can be such an intense response, even though you're not aware of it, that it can actually make you shy away from doing it. it the shame can actually make you not want to go there. Yeah. Uh, and that can be tricky because you have to kind of override that manually. Yeah. And um, the other thing you need to override is your ego, or if you want to call it your ego as well. It's just like you're yes. being too proud and you can't be seen to have any faults or weaknesses and how dare I've got it all right there's nothing wrong with me it's everybody else and just look a great way to look is if you're drinking wine every night and if you're smoking and if you're getting angry all the time and you're shouting at your kids and nothing's really working for you relationships keep going wrong but it ain't you it's everybody else then that's a good place to uh, to start uh, it is actually about you and it is always about you yeah, everything is. Everything comes back. If, if we have something in our lives that's not working and we keep having it happening more than three times, then chances are you are creating that. Yeah. But what the mistake people make is they blame themselves. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying blame yourself. Or others. Because, or others. But once you realize that you are responsible, that's not a blame thing. It's just going, you know what? I, I have done some things wrong. I'm doing this behavior. I'm doing this action. I can change that. And well, that's it, where a lot of people struggle. It goes back to what we talked about last week. What? The last podcast. Well, hang on a minute. Is is not is blaming me and everyone else working for me? No, exactly. Is it working for me that I keep blaming people and nothing changes? Yeah. And I keep having the same outcomes and, you know, no, it's not working for you. Go look and look at the checklist. Checklist. I did post it. The first one, is it making me feel emotionally loving, kind and friendly? And the chances are no. No. So it doesn't work for you. No. So if it doesn't work for you, stop doing it. Make the uh, changes. It's... Take responsibility and go, well, what, can, what do I need to do in order for for this to change or for this to work for me for the best for the best outcome yeah you know and the thing is with things like that they can they can be quite subtle and you don't necessarily realize you're you're doing them um and sometimes it's not even necessarily something you're doing it's an energy you're putting out so i'll give you a couple of quick examples so if you're not necessarily doing any bad behavior you might be putting an energy out that's causing the other person to react that way so for instance if uh, in you don't feel good enough for a relationship you don't feel like you are enough for that person uh, then what will happen is you may not act badly but that energy will be uh radiated out and that person will then react in a way that matches that belief system yeah, that will do, yeah. and cause them to behave in a way that matches that shows you and tells you you're not good enough yeah um likewise you can have a scenario where that feeling of not being good enough actually triggers a behavior in you uh, a behavior where you try and act like you are good enough and in doing so, you end up pushing the other person away because you're, you've are you gone too far the other way. Yeah. You're trying to act like you're the best in the bee's knees. And then that just comes across wrong and could almost cause you to put the other person down and criticize the other person because you're trying to be good enough. Yeah. And you're trying to make yourself feel good enough by insulting or criticizing the other person. Yes. Because deep down, you might think actually they're better than you. Yeah. Uh, which is not, not true. No one's better than anybody. Well, most well, people. Yeah. Who are you talking about? Well, of course you are. Totally. And I, how many times have I got to tell you? I, I'm sorry, I, I keep forgetting. You've that. got self worth. Can you write that down for me? Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe put it on that audio. Yeah, thing, no, no, do, yeah I will do. You Steve is better than you in every way. <laughs> in every way. Steve is handsome, and more sexy than you in yeah. every single part of his body. Um, uh, so, it's starting to hit home now, isn't it? I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'm gonna have to switch it off later. You're gonna have to, yeah. Um, so don't blame God, either. No, wait, no, no, no. Uh, I'll blame you. Yeah, you uh, it's your fault. You give me a complex. <laughs> um, so 
I forgot what I was going to say now. I completely forgot what I was going to no, say. No, we're talking about we're talking about uh, that um, when people have a, attack other people. Oh yes. So if some, thank you. I'm glad someone was listening. That's all right. um, so because uh, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. Switched yeah. off. So when when you're that was subliminal DTO, it is. I know that's what it is. <laughs> when if you're not feeling good enough, it can cause you to criticize others. I know my dad used to do that a lot. Yeah. My dad never felt good, and I actually picked up that trait as a habit um but uh, i don't hopefully don't do that too much anymore but i i became aware of that uh, but my dad used to do that he used to criticize others but that's because he really didn't feel good enough he didn't have a good education uh he didn't go to school uh he was dyslexic yeah. and so he used to project that everybody else was stupid and bad and wrong um to kind of make himself feel better yeah um yeah, and, all projections and then, yeah. yeah so i mean that's a great thing like all of those things being angry at people you know mocking people that all is basically an inherent self-worth issue yeah that you're trying to mask yeah. by being super confident or attacking other people or making everyone else look stupid or calling out other people or getting angry with other people it's always about you so yeah, yeah. so 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 if you are experiencing a lack of self-worth the, the first thing you can do is you can write down the area that you feel it. Now, some people only have it in one area and some people have it in multiple areas. So just write a title, uh, you know, lack of self-worth in relationship or lack of self-worth with family or lack of self-worth in job. And then what you can do is you can write a list of memories from the past, from when you was a child or when you was a teenager. Teenagers especially can be difficult for, for people, yeah. especially when they start encountering social lives and things like that with with uh, people their own age uh, and start because then teenagers can and uh, at, at senior school can that can really affect you in yeah. quite a, a hard way. Um, write down a list of the negative memories that you have where it made you feel a lack of confidence um maybe it's because your dad used to put you down that's what my dad used to do to me he used to um criticize and insult me in small ways and that had a, a massive impact but it was such small little things um maybe it was your first partner did it to you or maybe at school you were criticized and now you have a problem learning or you have a problem with uh with being told what to do or problem with um listening or something so write down a list of all the negative memories you have where you felt that not being good enough. And you may have five, you may have 10, you may have 20. Don't write paragraphs because you don't want to get into it. You just want to write a title so that when you look at that, you know what that means. Yeah. Um, and then you can start changing it. You start recognizing patterns and start changing it. Or you can learn the DTO and start switching some things off yourself. Or you can see a practitioner and help us help you switch those traumas off as well. But just recognize that that's where it came from. If you're someone who's got severe depression, anxiety, do not do this uh, because we don't want you re-triggering yourself. Um, but if you can recognize, when, once people start to recognize the pattern, 20% of the problem starts to lift yeah. because they become aware of the pattern. They become aware, oh my God, it comes from there. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And when you become aware of it, you can actually start to change it manually um as long as the pattern is not very the, strong the problem that i that most people have is they think that by doing something externally yes. as much as it does feel good while you're doing it doesn't actually solve the problem we say it all the time and um, we're going to take up a new hobby and we're going to go and do this and we're going to do that and i'm going to do some cooking i want to keep busy need to keep busy keep busy keep busy keep busy keep busy uh, yeah. and actually all you're actually doing is just avoiding the issue what you actually have to do and if you don't go back and deal with the issue you're just going to be keeping busy for the rest of your life and making up shit and believe in the shit you make up and Do, doing yoga will not make you feel good about yourself yes uh, doing yoga is designed well, to great stretch ego. you <laughs> it's designed to calm you a little bit yeah. uh maybe meditation in there and keep you healthy physically 
but it won't make you feel good about yourself for five minutes maybe and then you'll leave you'll get retrigged and you'll be back feeling yeah, it's the same as the gym yeah it it's the same as the gym it's the same as exercise and we're not saying don't do exercise but uh we have so many misconceptions about what exercise actually does you gotta remember is emotions and thoughts and stuff that's going on neurologically is something that's been created in the brain in the mind your feelings it's not because you haven't done you haven't done any exercise that makes you feel depressed because depression isn't caused by a lack of exercise or having anxiety isn't nothing to do with what you eat has nothing to do with what whether you're going to the gym or not it's got nothing to do with whether you're going for a walk in nature Mm. or doing a hobby it's not it doesn't work that way and there's so many misconceptions that we have around what causes our thoughts and our feelings and it's all nonsense when you actually realize that there's specific things that cause specific issues. So, so we know what causes depression. We know what causes anxiety. We know what causes PTSD, where it is, how it's stored, how it manifests itself, how and why you keep experiencing what you keep experiencing. Look, and you twat. That's and, uh, it's crazy, just like that. PTSD himself. is crazy like right. that. Yeah, <laughs> you for such a dick. All right, and fucking uh, heart attack. No, no, that's a loss conflict. Yeah. That's a territory loss. You're not yeah. going to have a heart attack. Right. It's, anyway, no so, so, so the point I'm making is, is that all of those things are caused by situations like that or other, or other issues. Well, and uh, and the thing is, is that when we don't accept that that's the truth or the reality of it, we will keep going to cookery schools and we'll keep going for walks and we'll go fishing and we'll do everything except go and deal with the thing that's causing it. And if we don't deal with the thing that's causing it, you're going to have that thing forever and ever. And over time, it gets worse. It gets worse. It doesn't get better. It doesn't just magically one day go, oh, do you know what? Do you know what, uh, Dave, uh, Sheila? Do you know what? I've woken up today and I f- it's all gone. That's amazing. Mm, just, yeah. Wow. If you're waiting for to wake up one day and in the middle of the night, God created the universe has come in and solved your problem and all of a sudden that thing's gone away and your life's going to start working and you've just been waiting for that moment because Saturn's aligned with Mercury or whatever, it's not going to happen. Everything's caused neurologically. And if you don't go and change it, neurologically then you're stuck in those thoughts and those feelings and whether that's whether you're not feeling good enough or confidence issues they're all caused by something and what what we do and what other practitioners do is go and find out what the cause is and remove it and until you realize that if you don't change the cause you're never ever going to change the effect or the feeling ever as much as you want to believe it and how many videos you make you watch and how spiritual you are doesn't work no it's it's very much like having a leak in your pipes and then just ignoring it hoping it will get better and fix itself um really what you need to do is call the plumber and once you call the plumber he'll know exactly what to yeah. do to fix it but if you just ignore it the leak will get worse it will get bigger the pipes will split oh no wait, uh, tomorrow but, tomorrow mate we're going to wake up in the morning and then all of a sudden somehow it's fixed it itself has it really yeah it's fixed itself wow, yeah it just fixed itself. actually uh i was thinking about if i go fishing or go to yoga when i come back that pipe's fixed. Yeah, exactly. Whoa, I might yeah. do that. Um, so uh, if you are experiencing a lack of self-worth, if you're not feeling good enough in a particular area of life, it's not who you are. It's not that you were born that way. You're not just a sensitive person. Um, none of these things are true. You've just had been raised um, by your family or school uh, to not feel good enough in what you do, or you've had some shocks along the way that made you not feel good enough. Or you've had a toxic relationship. Yeah. 
uh, or maybe you started off feeling uh, confident and then it's got suppressed and squashed down. Yeah. Uh, a lot of women have that issue in relationships where them, uh, they, they feel like their whole personality has been, been eroded away. Um, and when they, they get out, they don't really know who they are anymore. They, 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 they want to set, yeah. get free and blossom and, I've and seen that lost all lot, their confidence. I've seen that with a lot of people that I've known in the past and I see them now and I'm like, where have you yeah. gone? What happened yeah, to you? Exactly. I knew, I knew a, a girl years ago and she was a lovely girl and she was bubbly and she yeah. used to enjoy partying and things. And then she got with a guy and her whole personality changed. And now when I see her, she sits in the corner on her own, nice and quiet. Mm. And he, he's, he's just sort of dumbed her down a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong, she was a little bit wild sometimes, so she could have had a bit more balance in her life, but she had a lovely personality. She was bubbly, she laughed, she joked. She was fantastic, and she just had her personality suppressed over years, and, and now when I, you see her, it's, it's quite sad. Yeah. Um, but that's not for lack of confidence or not feeling good enough. It's just that she's been told that that's not the way to behave or you shouldn't do this. Um, and sad, sad, that's not generally true. Yeah. I mean, if, if you are behaving over the top or in certain ways, there are ways of telling someone that without crushing their whole world, without telling their use as apathetic, because that is not the way to do it. No, I find that one, a really good way of doing it, and it's a very popular way across, you know, most of the people out there, and it's post a Facebook meme. That normally tends to do the <laughs> trick uh, about letting go and uh, just turning around. Forgive yourself. Uh, post a Facebook meme, uh, and then all of a sudden someone's going to read that meme, and it's going to change what's going on in there. It's incredible. Ah, yes. Yeah, the Facebook memes. The Facebook memes. Possibly the worst thing ever invented in the 20th century. Well, only when it comes to mental health and emotional health Facebook and behaviours and stuff. I mean, well, I'm... yeah, some of them can be funny, but seriously. No, they're all funny they're because they don't actually work. Uh, yeah, I mean, the <laughs> they, they make just... you feel good when you read them. You're like, yeah, I could do that. I could just let go and move on and just let, let it be and then realise that in that moment, it make, the thought of it makes you feel good. But then you wake up in the morning or an hour later, you're still feeling shit with the same problem because reading a meme and having an emotional response to it ain't really solved the problem. No, <laughs> and it's funny as well. We, used to, we uh, One of our friends last Oh, no, I am was, a bit partial to posting the meme. You do like a good meme. I don't post meme. Yeah, but I tend to but, write stuff as well Yeah, that correlates to the meme. Well, they're, they're okay. But I mean, like you said, it's very it's a very fleeting thing. One of our friends last night said, oh, I saw this great meme the other day that was related to a subject we are talking about. And she couldn't remember what it was. And <laughs> I was like, well... Great. Well, that's brilliant. That's perfect. No, uh, that was me. Was, that, oh, that was, was you. That was, really, that was, was you. Saying, no, I couldn't remember what meme I posted. Oh, okay. Now, so, Louise sent me a really good meme. Right. And so, uh, the meme queen. And uh, she sent me a really good one. And I posted it. And um, I was like, yeah, that's so spot on. And I was talking to you about, because I've had a new meme designed. So, Bobby, yes. if you're watching, thank you for that. Uh, she's designed me a, a generic meme for, yeah. like, for to, to, to put some stuff out. Let's get people thinking and, and identify what we're talking about now. And uh, and then I was trying to explain it to you. I said, yeah, because they really work. I want them for memes like this really good one that I posted the other day. And then I couldn't remember what the fuck it said on there. Because <laughs> that's how powerful they are. That is exactly how powerful they are. No. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I've never really grasped the whole idea of memes. Um, yeah. But um, but no, the thing is that people do look at them and they go, oh, it's so true. Um, then do then something they, about it then. And then they forget about it. Yeah. Um, you know, um, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, you know, you're saying change or nothing will change. change going, yes, you're nothing. correct. Yes. And they do nothing about change it. Change or nothing will change. Yeah. Um, do nothing know. about it. No, you're right. Yeah. Yes. If I change and nothing will change, that's so good. But I don't know how to. No, my website's at the bottom there. All you got to do is just click on it, and uh, so, the answer's there. Well, the answer's there. Well, we're actually <laughs> going to give you a way to do it. I don't know if we, we, we've actually done this in the past. I think yeah. we have. 
But DCO works on different levels. So what you can do is when you do recognize that something's not working for you, if you just ask in your head, is that working for me? You should get a no. You then ask what's the opposite or better. And then you just do the opposite. Yes. So do the opposite in your environment. We were talking to our friends and the guy we were talking about who has uh, now much more confident, he was saying he does that. He, if something's not working for him, he's going, right, I'll do the opposite. Yeah. Thinks of what the opposite is and goes and does that. And he says that really works. Just change, doing the opposite behavior that you're doing actually really works um and if the next behavior is not quite right you do the opposite of that until you find a behavior that works and that's a really quick way of doing something just check is this working for me no what's the opposite and then go and do the opposite go and do a different behavior and that he says that works really well i've had other people tell us well that'll prevent you creating new stuff if you do that yes it's the old stuff that's actually causing you to behave and think and feel and act in that way anyway so that's the stuff that you need to go and deal with like whether it's raining and you should go to the shops or not is you know really minor Thing. No, but like you know, when you make decisions or things, you can. Shall I go it. to the pub or not? Is Dave over there? <laughs> you know, no, but like like Remy, for instance, he used it um, uh, in when he was deciding how to react. Yes, to something. Yes, yes. He yes. was. No, he, he, he had he had a reaction, uh, and usually he'd react one way to a conflict, and he decided to do the opposite. And when he did the opposite. He actually got a much better response. Yeah, no, I guess. Um, yes. So, it, it, you know, if you're reacting or behaving in certain ways, do the opposite behavior, do the opposite reaction, because you'll get a much better response. Um, so, it works really well in situations that aren't working for you. Yeah. Yes, maybe switch off the root cause, but it's a very simple tool that anyone can do right now. So, if your interaction with someone's not working, think, what well, is me, the way I'm interacting with that person working? No, what's the opposite? Okay, I'll I'll simmer down. I'll cool down first. I'll I'll take some deep breaths. Do something else. Do something different. Do the opposite of what you've been doing. Yeah. Um, and I, I've known a lot of people do it, and I've used that as well to make decisions or um, uh, to 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 think about how I could do things differently. Yeah. Just by doing the opposite, instead of thinking how can I do it differently, just go what's the opposite, and then it will pop in your mind. That's the best way to do it. What's the opposite? And it'll pop in your mind. Yeah. No, that is, that's very much. And I tend to do that all the time. But I mean, I think the more that you clear all your past stuff, you know naturally what to do anyway. I don't really you have do. to think about it now. I just I just sort of generally know straight away what's the right thing to do, what the right way to react is, because generally the way that we react is generally from guilt or shame anyway. It doesn't really come from a place of groundedness or sentence because you're reacting. Yeah, the right. thing is, you shouldn't really be. You shouldn't really be. You are going to react, but it's the how you react to it. So no, you're right. And if you can clear those things, that's great. However, if you can't, or you can't at the moment, then then try what I just suggested. Try the the the, the you know asking, is it working yeah. for you? And do a different behaviour. Do a different action. Um, you know, don't is, post is, a meme and go for a walk. No, exactly. No. Well, if you think about posting a meme, go. Is that really working for me? No. What's the opposite? Maybe not posting meme and going out and socialising with some friends. Yeah, because... which is really good right now. You can do that really, really well right now. With, well, uh, you can do. I mean, with, we've uh, done obviously it. the I mean... Matt, Matt with Twat Matcock, the yeah. uh, the banker who's yeah. such an expert in health. Apparently, yes. So, I'm not, I'm not sure why someone's listening to an ex banker about health. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, he knows it all. He's on the telly, mate. He's on the telly. Everything that they tell you on the telly is 100 accurate. Um, I mean, oh my word! How dare you even question anything that's on the TV? Oh dear God! Slap my wrist and call me. Do you know Judy. how dare you? It's the um, it's the only place to go for fact, knowledge, and what's really going on in and the world fear. right now. Fear. If you want oh, to get some yeah. fear, I mean, yeah. um, I mean, that's to, the best place to be, to be. To be quite honest, I mean, I haven't watched the telly for four years, but I'm starting to realise now I'm really missing out. 
Are you? Yeah, I mean, compared to get your flat screen. I'm missing out so much on the whole freaking out, the whole mask stuff, the whole stuff, the constant fear, the the cases, the cases, the cases, the deaths, and all the rest of it. And uh, you know, I'm I'm missing this virtual world. Yeah. Because when I go outside, normally I don't see anything that I'm seeing on the TV. I just have to believe what they're telling me, and then if I do that, then I can go into the fabricated world of oh, it's all real and that's out there. Just have to believe it I, and i am actually missing that yeah, I mean, yeah. i'm actually thinking of going back to being a, a bbc sky news itv you know back to back back to back 24 hours sitting there going oh my dear oh my god and actually then queuing up to get me jabbed. are you gonna get a tv license uh, oh well absolutely, absolutely yeah i mean absolutely yeah i need to get a tv i license, did see so i did see everything two... they say on there is 100 percent and who am i to question these people they know it all yeah, they know I, everything. I did see two great memes. Uh, I, these are the only two I actually remember. I saw two great memes. One was of two Amish people talking to somebody else. Oh, Amish, yeah, I see that one. I and it one. said, why aren't you reacting like everybody else? And they went, we don't watch TV. And I said, yeah, yeah, exactly. It said, uh, why, why aren't you not in fear over the virus? Yeah. And it just said, because you don't watch TV. Exactly. <laughs> and, which was yeah, brilliant. That one, and that's very, yeah, very accurate. And yeah. the other one was um, the government are dealing with a much bigger virus at the moment that's going round the truth yeah <laughs> uh which i thought was brilliant no, no, no. i absolutely love that because that is absolutely true this really struggling at the moment because the truth is starting i'll to tell get you out. what I... it's everywhere yeah literally facebook TikTok. the truth is being piled out telegram you want to get on it telegram, that's where it's all being everywhere dropped, the it's... truth not in mainstream media i don't think well, they, they know what the truth no. is but the no, truth no, 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 is no, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. the mainstream media have got it all they nail it they oh, know they it. everything yeah, yeah, yeah. they tell yeah. us all the other stuff that's been found out isn't true no of what course they not. tell you is it's true, true. So i must just remember be, I'll just, get a, I'll just be mindful that mate don't fall around. into that trap yes um, um so dude before we before we wrap up does anyone have any questions about self-worth and not feeling good enough have you understood what we've said are you all geniuses and you've got it straight away yes jonathan you did that's fantastic excellent uh, brilliant that's brilliant can i, I just say hello to a few people i don't even know if they're still yes. watching now because uh, it's been are. so long so i'll say hello to them anyway even if, they're, even if they might have gone uh so hello gary allison jane mark norris hello my good friend uh he's an old school he's from when he remembers me when i was like, oh okay so how's he going he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you still are uh, i am a little bit like that yeah. no i'm not right julie uh francesca kevin john and graham thank you for joining us and thank you for uh listening to us spur on a load of old nonsense uh well will you speak for yourself i, I gave, do speak I for gave very thoughtful poised information yep. that's very useful it has been very useful. um i learned and, a lot from you today uh, did you mm, yes. oh yeah yeah first um, time for everything <laughs> that's true um so <laughs> i'll charge you for that later i know yeah i'll send yeah. you the bill <laughs> really. um so yeah so if if there's any questions you can always post the question and we'll answer it later on or you can email us but if you are suffering a lack of self-worth you don't have to live like that that's the point yeah. the point is we both change self-worth in ourselves um when it comes up on different scenarios and we you know my confidence as i've got um uh, changed so with, with dto has improved tenfold especially uh with relationships yeah. um jane haycock's still here Hey, Jane. Oh, Jane. Love Jane. She's one of my favourite clients, Jane. Yeah. Known Jane for well over, what, 12 years now, Jane? Something like that. It's, it's um, She's a fantastic person. Love Jane. Um, so uh, if you're – you don't have to have a lack of self-confidence, is what I'm saying. You don't have to not feel good enough. You can change it. It can be fixed. It's not who you are. Yes. It's not a part of you. You're not just that sort of person. Um, you weren't born like you it. Weren't, no, you weren't born like you it. You just learned it. It can be changed and it can be fixed so that you can start feeling good enough. You yeah. can start feeling worthy and valuable 
and start attracting better things and people into your life. The problem that you've got is that if you've got a load of self-worth issues and you'll go, do you know what? I don't want to feel like this anymore. I'm going to go and see Jonathan and you'll go, or Steve, and you'll go, yeah, but I don't know if I can, oh, I'd rather spend my money on wine and food and uh, holidays, actually. What? Like, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't. Do, oh, I can't. The problem is that when you don't right. feel good enough, you don't feel good enough to get better. Yeah, that's so the that problem, is yeah. one of the problems. The problem is um, that if you really do have a very low self-esteem about yourself, you don't feel you're good enough to heal and get better. But waste money on you. They're doing three bottles of red in Morrison's for, for 15 quid. Are they? Oh, my God. Why would I want to get, get better when I can keep my problem yeah. and carry on drinking forever, really? Yes, yes. Um, yes. Three bottles of red. For three fiver, yeah, three for a fiver, three, uh, three for, for fifteen quid. So fifteen. Chuck in a packet of fags as well. Yeah, yeah. And then they yeah. can't, but they can't afford to come. No, I'm more of a chocolate person. Oh yeah. They're doing three chocolate bars for a fiver. Yeah. That'd be that. Be I'll be up for that. You'd yeah. Be up for that. Fruit, perhaps a bit of fruit and nut, a bit of whole nut, a bit of dairy milk or something, yeah. or all three. That'd be nice. I like that. I know. Yeah, um, we went through my chocolate box pretty bad quickly. We did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I had a big, massive box of chocolates, like with everything in it. But anyway, so they, they, they need to know that that's not part of the script. They did not need I to know about your chocolate box. That. I just wanted to share that. <laughs> that's, that's a private thing, your chocolate box. <laughs> <It is. laughs> so, um, anyway, moving on. Moving on. Um, I hope you've enjoyed that. Thank you. Very, if you have any questions, comments, please post them below. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at the Inside Out Effect. Uh, which is uh, www.inside-outeffect.co.uk. Yeah, well done. Yeah, nailed it first time, oh, yeah, baby. Uh, you, or you can reach uh, Stephen personally at healingthemind.co.uk. You can. Or you can reach out to me at thedtosystem.com or decodingpain.com. Yes. Uh, and our email address on there, our phone numbers are on there, so you can contact us really easily. Or you can find us on Facebook. Or you can contact one of our many fans. Um, perhaps Matt Hancock and Boris Johnson have our number. Yes. And you well, because what we could actually do is teach them about viruses. We could actually teach we them about we viruses. We could teach them about viruses. In fact, we're thinking about paying them a visit very shortly if things don't change. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, so if you're watching Matt and Boris, um, just give us a call. We'll yeah. educate and you. And we'll educate you that you know that spreading viruses and the transmission of viruses is almost impossible yes yeah, it is impossible it's not almost impossible it is impossible um so but on that note thank you very much for watching uh i've been jonathan shaw which i didn't mention at the beginning of the, the podcast i didn't even say my name so if you have been wondering who i am no i'm not Jesus. that's a wait all this time i know that's a wait the whole end of the show to find out how i am <laughs> uh i'm jonathan shaw that's Stephen jakes Would i haven't like seen anything no not at all just uh really don't i know that right now things are tough but uh don't sit in and suffer i mean it's just it's suffering's a choice you're you know there's a solution to get rid of almost any emotional problem any depression any anxiety any fears if you even even if you're in fear of the the so-called coronavirus and all what's going on and where we're heading you know don't you don't once you switch that off it's no longer there you're not in it and i know you can't see that but it does and all of a sudden you just get back to feeling normal again and you'll start thinking what the hell was i doing but if you're even worried about coming to see us and working with us then we do do it over the internet we do have zoom we do have skype and uh, i'm working with people all over the world uh, very successful using skype and zoom so um so don't think that you need to uh, come and see us and you don't want to and you're frightened to leave in your home because of whatever reason um whatever your belief system is it can be done and once it's gone you'll be out of your house <laughs> you'll be out yeah. again you know and so don't so don't choose don't choose uh don't choose the suffering it's um it really isn't you're just doing it to yourself when there is actually a solution to it so that's all i was gonna say really
So thanks for watching, everybody. If you know you want to be benefit, please like, share, share this out as much as possible. Really appreciate that. Uh, until the next podcast, uh, we're not sure what we're doing, but it'll be in a couple of weeks' time. In a couple of weeks, yeah. Um, uh, we thank everyone for watching. We really appreciate you watching. Uh, hopefully, it's been a little bit of light entertainment for you guys. You've been uh, a great host, all mate. all this nonsense. Thanks, mate. Yes, um, <laughs> and we wish you well. Stay happy, stay healthy, keep smiling, and we'll see you on the next Inside Out Effect podcast. Take care, everyone, guys. Ciao, ciao. Good night.